0: I want to begin reading tonight out of the book of Matthew. And I'd like to read chapter 14, verse 22. Through 24 and verses 28 and 29. Then I'm going to go into Mark chapter 16 and I want to read verse 15, 16, 17, and 18. And then in the book of John. I will read chapter 14 and verses 12 through 15. You notice the reading of the word of the Lord. And straightway, verse 22, Matthew 14. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship. And to go before him unto the other side. While he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up to the mountain to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship. Everybody say, but the ship. But the ship ship was now tossed in the midst of the sea and tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. Verse 28, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be Thou, Bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. Mark chapter 16. This passage has always captured my attention and intrigued me. I want to read it to you tonight. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You believe that? That's all 25 of them that raised up their hands. That tells me that you can have everything you want here tonight. There is absolutely no reason for you leaving here without the Holy Ghost. There is no excuse for it. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs, everybody say signs. Shall follow them that believe in my name, everybody say in my name. in my name, they shall cast out devils. they shall speak with new tongues. Has anybody here spoke with new tongues before? They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall, everybody say shall, Shall. recover. John chapter 14. Verse 11, Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else just simply believe me for the works sake. didn't say understand it, it just said believe it. There's a lot in this book I don't understand. And I don't believe anybody else understands it all, but friend, I believe every word that's put in this book. Just believe me for the work's sake. Verily, barely, barely. The emphasis. I say unto you, He that believeth on me, The works that I do shall He do also. You believe that? That's a big order. The works. This is not some guy out in left field talking. This is Jesus Christ. The God of glory, He was telling you, Brother Enzi, He was telling you, Brother Holly, He was telling us, He was telling me that I can do greater things, greater things, not just the things He done. But I can do greater things. Brother Neely, if I if I would ask you to explain the word greater, what kind of an adjective would you use to describe greater things than he done? How would you get above what he done? How would I go beyond what He done? But yet, you're exactly right. That's what He said you would do. Above, beyond. What I have done, you are going to do. The works that I do... Shall he do also, and greater works than these, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son." if you shall ask anything in my name I will do it such positive shall do then he said I will do whatever now you say oh well you know you ask a miss he didn't say anything about a miss but the key to the whole situation is in the next verse. If you love me, keep my commandments. I want to use tonight for a subject for a little while. The best of two worlds or This church, in the storm. Those subjects, one could be on one end of the spectrum and one on the other. The church, you, in a storm. Lord, take the Word tonight. Give us the liberty that we need. We've enjoyed everything till now. And I ask You to smile upon us. Let us feel the touch of the Holy Ghost. Anoint us. Most of all, I'm asking You to walk up and down these altars. Wash these walls down with Your Spirit. Wash out our hearts. We want to see people filled with the Holy Ghost tonight. We want to see miracles around this altar tonight. We want to see people healed tonight. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. You may be seated. I believe tonight that it is the desire of the church not to see part, but to see all of the glory of God. And I am speaking to a fourth generation of Pentecostals. You are living on the past. You take it for granted that the Lord does all of these things because we have preached that to you. Do you know that he heals. Have you ever really seen a bona fide, absolute, true blue, uh, unmanipulated miracle? I'm asking you, you young people, have you really seen it? We've told you that. It is the will of God for us to lay hands on the sick. But don't you sometimes wonder about it when we lay hands on the sick and then meet you in about two hours in the hospital? Hey, let's look at it like it is tonight, just exactly like it is. We are not living up to the privilege that's given to us. You are a chosen generation. You're a royal priesthood. Every one of you have a right to work miracles. Every one of you. It didn't say that just the preacher, Brother Wiggins, would lay hands on the sick. It said all that believe would lay hands on the sick. I assume that you have wondered why you haven't seen more of the demonstration of the Spirit and the power of God than what you've seen you know about all that some of you have ever seen in the line of a demonstration of spirit is what you saw here tonight people dancing jumping shouting hey that that's good but that is so far below What he said in this book. I don't want you to run. And I don't want you to shout. And then tomorrow, next week, go home and your pastor look for you. And you'll be running around with guys you shouldn't be with. Girls you shouldn't be with. Doing things you shouldn't do. I want you to leave here knowing that I have a purpose. I have a purpose. I have a purpose. All of our preaching, everything that we talk about, I believe that it's the divine will. It is the purpose of God in His church for us to reach a world and our Texas Bible College representative here tonight, such a beautiful group of graduates graduated this year. But if you took everyone from Texas Bible College, everyone from Apostolic Bible Institute, everyone from Western Bible College, everyone from the college up in Oregon, everyone from the college out in Maryland, wherever there is a Pentecostal college, if you took every one of them and every one of them were evangels of the Spirit, it would stagger your mind to think about what they had to do for and a quarter billion souls. How many do we have saved in the Texas district? Total. Talk to me about it. What would you guess? 200,000? You think we've got that many? No. 40. 40,000. 40,000 in the Texas district full of the Holy Ghost. 40,000. And yet our commission is to reach the whole world. Four and one half billion. Brother Davis, you've been preaching how many years? Since nineteen thirty-one. That means you've been preaching fifty-five years. How long you've been preaching, Brother Holly? Thirty-five years. Fifty and thirty-five, that's eighty-five years. How long you been preaching, Brother Neely? Twenty-five? Eighty-five. That, what is that? hundred and ten. Brother Stanley, how long have you been preaching? Tell me how many years that is. Fifty-three. What are we up to? hundred and sixty-eight? I've been preaching forty? That's two hundred and... Eight. How long you been preaching, Brother McGuire? Fifteen. Two hundred and twenty-three. Twenty-one. Two hundred and forty-four. And I haven't covered all of them on the platform tonight. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Out of two hundred and forty-four years of preaching. And if you add up every preacher in the district, 700 more or less, and took all of the combined time that they have preached just in this East Texas part of the country, you would probably go into thousands of years of ministry. Here we are, 225, 230. And if I took Brother Marcus and Brother and Sister Martin and Brother Graham and the rest of them that's up here, and we took that, we would be over 250, 260, 270 years here with just 10 or 12 preachers. And if you took every preacher in the district and we come up with, 10,000 preaching years of experience and in 10,000 years of preaching, we've saved maybe 40,000. I simply ask you, what are we going to do with that Great Commission? Are we getting the job done? Are we really doing what God wants us to do? I don't want you, this generation, sitting here. I don't want you to sit down in the cradle of luxury. I don't want you to sit down in the days of Pentecost and sit in these good churches and sit on padded pews and in air conditioning and be rocked along and and not do the things that God wants you to do. Are you hearing me? If, if, if we're going to reach this world, it's not going to be by the gray-haired men like myself. It's going to be men like you that's going to reach out and get a hold of this world and fulfill the commission. That the Lord has laid out, go ye into all the world. But somewhere, sometime, in this hand has got to come an anointing. That when you do what God wants you to do, when you say what God wants you to say when you are in a position that God wants you to be in, that the Shekinah glory and the power of God will come through that hand and be transmitted to that person that you touch and you tell them in the name of Jesus Christ, you can rise up and you can walk. Make up your mind that you're not going to be sold short. Make up your mind that you're not going to take the easy road. Make up your mind that you're not going to be satisfied with the mediocre. Make up your mind that you're going to get a hold of something and you're going to be what God wants you to be in this world now. Brother Foss, what do you think the problem is? I believe that it is the design of this church that we do everything that God said we was going to do. I would speak to the dead and they would rise. I know you're just like I am, so I'm going to talk to you about it. And let me confess to you, and every one of this men on this platform is in the same spirit and frame of mind that I'm in. We live in a mortal fear of peer pressure. We live in a mortal fear. Of what somebody is going to think about us. I have stood at a pulpit. And I have stood there looking into the face of somebody that had passed away. I have actually felt the Spirit come on me. That if you would walk down there and take them by the hand. And say, I say unto thee young man, arise. That man would get up. Let me bear myself to you. I was in the hospital not long ago, and a person had passed away. And I I felt such a powerful presence of God. Now before you criticize me, think about it. Then, whatever you want to do, hey, I'm a big old guy and I've been chewed on before and I'll be chewed on some more, but that's all right. It don't make any difference. And I, I I leaned down over that brother. And when I leaned down over him, I could not, I felt a move. Just tell him, he's just passed away. He's still warm. The doctor said he's died. He's pulled the sheet over his face. If you'll just say, I say unto thee, arise, I'll bring him back. I could not bring the
1: words out of my body.
0: Oh, I feel eyes of criticism looking at me. And not from this generation. Over here on the outskirts. If I'd have felt that, I'd have said it. Don't kid me. If you can't be faithful paying your tithes, you sure can't raise the dead. Oh, dear Lord, if you're not strong enough to get the television out of your home, you're sure not strong enough to get under the cover and say, I say unto thee, Arise! If you're not strong enough to preach rock and roll out of your church, you're certainly not strong enough to say, I say unto thee, young man, ARISE!!! Hallelujah, hallelujah! Brother Foss, I wish I'd have stayed at home. I didn't know you was going to preach like this tonight. But wait a minute, sir. we got to get things in order. We've got to get it where God wants it to be. If we're going to see old-time, old-fashioned, apostolic revival with apostolic results, it's got to be the way that God wants it to be. Oh, hey friend, we're going to run tonight. Before this is over, God is going to walk in this place. We're going to see something happen that we haven't seen in a long time. We're going to feel things that we haven't felt in so long. Sit down if you can. I'm not making you. Just sit down if you can. Our church is in a storm. We're being buffeted on every side by everything. The spirit of the world in every area is constantly fighting and struggling against the true church. It would be so easy to compromise and say it doesn't have to be quite so straight. Everywhere you look The devil stands up and he's pulling at you. You'll have a big youth group if you wouldn't be so hard. But oh dear God, we're not looking at the size. He can take two men and turn a city upside down. If we can get just two, that'll pay the price. If we can find two, that'll make up their mind. That I am going to be what he wants me to be. Hallelujah! And so we come to this point, what is it with the storm raging, with the clouds hanging over us, with the lightning flashing, striking men that are great men, that are falling every day. We look and say, oh my God, another prince has fallen. I was reading through some material in the room this afternoon just before coming to church. Sister Foss said, oh, that sounds so good. Where did you get that? I told her, I called the name, no longer in fellowship, gone, out in the world, lost it all. Oh, she said, I can't believe that a man like that would lose everything he's got. My God, sir, we're in a storm to rock this boat so hard that some of us are hanging on for dear life. In the storm, friend, if it hasn't struck you, just hang on. It's coming. But it's going to take a ministry. Every year it's getting tighter. I frankly believe that this is the year of the rapture. Oh, say Brother Foss, this has got to happen. Honey, this is not anything got to happen. The only thing that's got to take place is those eastern skies open up and the Lord let a trumpet sound and this church here that trumpet, and we can go home to be with the Lord. So whatever we're going to do, we've got to do it quickly. We've got to do it in a hurry. We don't have time to wait. We've got to get a hold of God and see the salvation of this church brought back to where God wants it to be. Oh God, fourth generation Pentecostals, I'm tired of talking about end time revival to you. I'm tired of talking about God's going to send us a revival. If we haven't got it by now, we need to wake up and do something and get a hold of it. There's something's a reason, sir. Calvary was put at the gates of hell, that we could have revival. Calvary was placed there, that men would have to find blood. In a storm. In a storm. Struggling with the things of the world. Struggling with a failing economy. Struggling with everything that you can think of. Worldliness coming from everywhere. Oh, listen, sir. Don't think that worldliness hasn't crept into the church. Don't think that worldliness had not come to us. Oh, friend, if you could just understand that when you lose just a little, you can't ever get it back. So let me tell you what's happened. We as second generation Pentecostals, first generation Pentecostals, third generation Pentecostals, we have got it in our mind that if you'll leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. And I'm gonna do it my way And you do it your way. But that's not the plan of God. That is not the will of God. That is not what the Lord wants out of us. In the very beginning, when there was only four people on the earth, He asked a question. A man looked up and said, Am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord looked at him and gave him an answer. His blood is crying out to me from the ground, whether you want me or not. You've got me. Whether you want me or not, I'm on your hands. Whether you want me or not, I'm here. My blood is going to cry. I want to be part of you. Oh, dear Lord. You do in a storm? You want this end time revival. You want to see the Holy Ghost. You want to see God move in a powerful way. What do you do when you're in a storm? I don't believe that it's the will of God for me to be ordinary. I'm sick and tired of being just a preacher. I want to get out of the ordinary. I want to break out of the rut. I want to be something else other than what I've been. I don't think it was the will of God for you to be the ordinary church. You could stand here and ask people to accept Christ as their personal Savior, but that's ordinary. He wants you to be a deliverer. He wants you to bring deliverance to a captive. He wants you to set men free. He wants you to bring peace and joy to the man that comes in your door. Spend thousands of dollars on a baptistry and use it once a month. Forget your four and a half billion. Hey, I'm in a storm tonight. I'm in a storm. Don't tell him that I've said anything about it. But I've watched that young son of mine, Brother David Foss. I've watched him roll in the prayer room. I've listened to him come in the office, Daddy, I'm so sick of being ordinary oh I've repented a thousand times why couldn't I give him something besides the ordinary I made this statement the other night I wish that old pioneer Oliver Foss was here I'd like to talk to him a little bit there's something we've missed somewhere we've got to go into a town we've got to have everything in the world right but dear God there's a place that we can get things a storm for the false you mean you're not having revival oh yeah we baptized them this morning when I got through this morning big men standing at the pulpit for the false I want to be baptized. Uh, Not this morning. But I want you to be here. Oh, you don't need me to be here. I thought, well, okay. It'll be two Sunday nights before I get back. And the Spirit quickened me. Tell Him to be baptized tonight. Tell it tonight. That's the time. I looked at him. I said, sir, don't wait till I get back. I don't have anything to do with it. I want you to take on the name of Jesus Christ tonight. Oh, but friend, there is no way, there is no way, there is no way that I'm reaching a billion. My God, how can I do it? You won't let me get on television. So that's how. Let me add an addendum to that. I wouldn't if you'd let me. I was offered not long ago That you can be on television free because, and you know, you probably would think that this is a compliment to me, but I made up my mind It's an absolute insult. You preach just like Jimmy Swaggart. That is a big, bald-faced lie. He don't know nothing about what I preach. He don't know anything about what I say. He doesn't even know who Jesus is. He don't know anything about the oneness of God. He don't know nothing about the real baptism of the Holy Ghost. He doesn't know anything about holiness. And to tell me that I preach just like Him, that's not true. I deny it. Bless God, I deny it. You remember the article that uh, he wrote. Yeah, the era of Jesus only. I have some folks here in my church tonight. I never got so upset in all my life. I was on the radio on one of his stations at the time. My God, if you're going to be on the radio... Get strong as acid. Quit being a penny penny panty-wasted thing and running around. You're afraid to say anything. Call sin, sin. White, white. Black, black. Name it. Let it be what it is. Oh, listen, friend. If there was ever a day that we need to take over our part of the world, we need to take hold of what God
1: has laid out for us to have.
0: And I spent three Wednesday nights answering that article in our church on tape. And the manager of KJOJ heard that I was going to play it on the radio and openly challenge Mr. Swagger to what he taught. And uh, I just want to tell him, Jimmy, you know better than that. If you got one ounce of good sense, that Bible don't teach what you're teaching. The manager of the station heard it. He listened to the tape. He came to my office and sat down and he said, I'm asking you, please, don't play this on the air. He said, we know you're right. I'm convinced radio is not going to reach the world. I'm sorry if you're a harvest time director. I'll support harvest time. But harvest time is not going to do it. Forget it. It's not going to do it. Oh, Brother Foss, don't talk like that. I feel that every dime we spend in harvest time is well spent if it saves anybody. And... You won't let me get on television. I preach like Mr. Jimmy. And just think, if I could get on television. Oh. But you won't let me. Isn't that foolish? God, have mercy. Not the answer. Well then, would you pray tell me what is the answer? That's what I'm digging for tonight. That's what I'm looking for. We have done our own thing so long until it's hard for us to be collective in our effort. We do it our way. We're in a storm tonight. The Lord sent His disciples after He called them. Okay, I'm going to call you guys. Hey, Peter. They are right here. Okay? Can I get Peter a microphone? Will this one reach over there? All right. I need one. All right. Okay, John. Sit down right here, John. Hey, James. Go get about midship, would you? Can you turn me on here, James? See if you got any power. Hello. Hello. All kinds of power. How you feel up there, John? Feel by yourself? You won't be long. You see what we're doing here? We got a tangled up holy mess behind this desk. And we're trying to get it all straightened out. When it gets straightened out, we're going to have power right where we need it. All right. Hey, Matthew. How about it, Mark? Yes, sir. Come on, Luke. Here's this old boy that's got all the good sense. Now, Brother Enzy, forty years ago, my dad wouldn't even brush that seat off. Dear Lord, who do you want to be? You. Come on. All right. Barthy, get back there. Come on, brother Bud. What's your name? Come on, my friend. Thaddeus. Oh Thad, that'll do it. Right. Dear God. Praise God. Praise God. this is what happened. The Lord sent these boys into a storm. Now, Peter, I want you to stand up. I'm going to move this chair. Because you're kind of guiding this ship right now. And, uh, you know, you got a rudder back here. And you got to you got to tell these boys to heave to, and you know, we got. Uh, what are you going to do when a storm starts? You you rocking, and they didn't have Johnson motors or pleasure craft engines or OMCs. They, uh, they didn't have that. They didn't have diesels. The only kind of motors they had was them one bladed props, you know. And hey, you're trying to get out of there. This boats are rocking. Come on, make the boat rock. Come on. I want you to start, start rowing. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. What's the matter with you guys?
1: Hey, come on. Hey, Peter, what's going on? Dear God. Come on. My Lord. Dear Lord. There's a storm.
0: When you look at that, you say, my Lord. What chaos! Alright, come on! Now, look, Mark, get in with it! Come on, pull with it! Get with it! Come on! Come on! Come on!
1: Get together now! Oh, come on here! Get with them! Get with them!
0: Get with them! Get with them now! Come on, do it together! Come on! Do it together! You see, when they got started, they're pulling together! Hey, Peter!
1: it going? We're getting somewhere now. What are you seeing out yonder? I see the shore. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I see the Lord.
0: You see what?
1: The Lord. No, it's
0: a spirit. Do you think he sees the Lord? No. No. What
1: do you think he's seeing? I don't know, spirit. Come on. What's he seeing? It's the Lord. Hey, John,
0: do you see anything? I see a spirit. Oh, my God. Let me wipe the sweat off of them. Dear Lord, Lord. dear Lord. Hey, friend, when we all start pulling together, there's something going to happen. We're going to start seeing things. Come on, together. Hey, Peter, what do you see now? I see the Lord.
1: Are you sure? It's Jesus. Oh, are you sure? It's Jesus.
0: Peter, what do you want to do?
1: I want to go to Him. Ask Him about it. Can I come to you? Yeah, Peter! Hallelujah! Yeah! Come on! Come on! Come on! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Come on!
0: Hallelujah! Peter, while you're out on the water, tell me now, you've got it going there. What do you want to see in this end time? I want to see miracles. I want to see the Lord move. I want to see what God can do
1: through us. I want to put my trust in Him and lean not to my own understanding and not trust in what my power, but what His power
0: is able to do. He wants to work through you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, it's not a ghost. It's the Lord. Hey, John, did you see Peter on the water? What do you want to see my I God. want to see old-fashioned revival. Huh? I want to see young on. people on fire for God. Yeah. I want to see the dead raised. I want to see the blinded eyes. Oh, yeah. I want to see old-fashioned revival yeah. in the of
1: the United Pentecostal Church uh, in this last hour. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: All right. What do you want to see? I want to see what God will do through one man. Oh, lift
1: him up! Oh yeah! Million, oh yeah! Totally dedicated! Oh yeah! Totally committed! Oh yeah! Jesus Christ! Hallelujah! Oh, what do you want to see? I want to see the Apostles holding together. Oh yeah! Come on! Hallelujah! I want to see a revival right now!
0: Hallelujah! You want to be part of it? Yeah. All right. What do you want to see? I want to see the Spirit of come on, God come on. move. I
1: want to see young people laying hands on the sick. Yeah. I want to see young people yeah. raising the dead. Yeah. Oh, I want to man. see this place dancing. Yeah. 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 Under the Spirit oh, yeah. of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Revival I'm a I'm a of the generation. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want to see? I want to see the blind eyes open. I want to see the lame here. I want to see a mighty outpouring of the baptism of the holy ghost. I want to see young men and women fall these altars and let God loose them and bless them and bring them with the baptism of the holy ghost. The Lord share and the Lord would do it tonight. Woo! All you have to do is humble yourself before Him. read for Him. Feel for Him. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Open your heart to Him. He's ready to do it. I said He's ready to do it. Oh, I thank God tonight for the miracle-working power of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You should receive it tonight. And the Bible teaches when they hear the word, the Holy Ghost would fall upon those that would hear the word of God. What do you want to see? I, wa- I want to see the power of God move like on a day of Pentecost. I'm not. Oh yeah.
0: I want to see our God come. But before our God comes, I want to see those that are bound and distressed, sick and suffering, those that are on drugs delivered. <laughs> I want to see the presence of God clean up, change, Hallelujah. transform, minister to the sick and the suffering of this yeah. generation yeah. so that they can know the same yeah. Holy Ghost yeah. that I knew when I was 13 yeah. years of age. What do you want to see? I want to see the Lord do everything while He was here. I want to see the greater works that's promised to the Word of God. Then I want to see the victory in the heart of our young folks overcoming the devil with the power of God and defeating
1: Him on a daily basis. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
0: All right, Matthew, what do you want to see? I want to see men of God have the boldness to preach the word of God just like it is. Hallelujah. Call sin, sin, black, black, white, white, and preach what the ah! said. The Bible said that the Lord said, go ye into all of the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Yep. The Bible said the Lord went with them, confirming the word with signs following. Oh! Oh God! All how to preach the word of God Hallelujah. without
1: fear Hallelujah. or favor. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. That men men can hear the word
0: and be saved. Hallelujah! Praise God! Our leader, Brother Holly, what do you want to see? And a highway! A highway. And a highway! A highway! A highway! A highway of holiness. Oh! Of holiness. oh. Yeah! Yes. Power yeah! Yeah! Dedication to the High and Holy One of Eternity. Soldiers that are willing to walk to the death and serve God with all oh, the dead. Yeah. I want to see oh, him worship yeah. oh, I yeah. to see him worship oh, yeah. For he's high and holy, and he's worthy of all praise. Oh, hear me tonight! Hear me now! It's Holy Ghost time! It's Holy Ghost time! It's Holy Ghost
1: time! It's Holy Ghost time!